Hello, lovelies. Welcome to year three of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. If you're new to the show, please remember, back it up and see what you've been missing. Those of you who love it already, remember, I need you. I need you to like, to share, review, subscribe, and maybe even consider clicking that patron button. Let's grow our community so that we can grow and learn together. I get a lot of questions about Mercury retrograde. Um, why should we care? Or what does it do? Is it okay for me to do certain things? You know, if you've been following me very long, you know that I have been quite a resistant follower of um, anything astrological because I do believe that we can outsmart whatever the stars have decided for us. In fact, I'm an example of that. If you look at my chart, it says that I should be every level of a scarred <laughs> from uh, the things that I have gone through in my lifetime. I have outdone, overwritten, reworked all of those things. And I believe everyone can. So I was starting with that mind frame and that made me, of course, quite resistant to the idea that it could affect us, <laughs> right? Or that we should allow it that power. I still don't believe we should allow it that power, but I do believe that understanding it can be quite helpful in our process and in our life and in our awakening. So Mercury retrograde, um, most of you have probably at least heard of it because it's pretty trendy, <laughs> okay? It happens a lot. Most people don't understand why it happens a lot, Part of why it happens a lot is that Mercury's on a really fast orbit. It orbits the sun in 88 days instead of the much longer like ours, right? So Mercury is, you know, speedy. <laughs> I find it interesting to think about Mercury as a planet itself. She is beat up and flaky and hot-headed right? She has almost no atmosphere because she has almost no gravity. And so it is the most damaged planet. It is just riddled with wounds from asteroids and comets, right? And because it is geologically inactive, it has no means by which to heal itself. It's kind of sad <laughs> if we want to think about Mercury as a being right? We think about the earth as a being. Why should we not think of Mercury as so? Mercury doesn't have any friends, right? There's no moons, no rings because there's not enough gravity. And it's odd. The orbit is elliptical instead of circular. This planet is different <laughs> and moving too fast and beat up and has none of the things that earth does, right? It has 38% of the gravity that Earth does. It's got 1% of the magnetic field that Earth does. And the core is iron and the surface, the shell is silicate. And actually, you know, silicate dissolves in iron and creates pressure. So it's like a war within itself, <laughs> right? So if we think about that, holy crap, poor Mercury, right? Now, what Mercury retrograde means, what retrograde means, is that the planet isn't moving the way it normally would, okay? And it actually has 
movement that's evolving anyway. It is gravitationally locked with the sun. It is the closest to the sun. And the rotation of the planet has actually been slowing to match its orbit around the sun, which of course is fast. <laughs> but it's changing and has no means by which to protect itself or anything else. So if we look at Mercury as a being, it is challenged at best. Now, it also has, um, I don't know how many people know this, but if you were to be able to be on Mercury, it basically has a double sunrise and a double sunset. When the sun rises, it appears to set again and then rise again before um, it stays up. And the same with the sun set. So, you know, there's a lot of weird shit going on <laughs> when it comes to retrograde. Um, it makes it even worse. Okay, now I resisted Mercury retrograde. I thought of it as something trendy for years, but eventually I decided, as I suggest everyone does, to start paying attention to the patterns, right? Um, maybe we have, maybe we haven't talked about utilizing the moon cycle. If you pay attention to your own behavior and feelings throughout that cycle, it can be very, very helpful navigating your personal life, your emotions, even work right? I have one client who the like three days before the new moon, she is irrational and snippy and snotty and she's in public service. So um, she takes that day off, <laughs> right? I even had a teacher that I worked with who was uh, much older and had many, many saved up days. And she, her last couple years took off every full moon because you ask any teacher, kids are nuts right? It's hard to be a teacher on the full moon. Mercury retrograde is sort of longer and more drawn out, and it's not as easy to pinpoint. What is very trendy, what people tend to know about Mercury retrograde, the average person, is that communication is stifled, right? There is a great opportunity for being misunderstood or just not expressing yourself well. It is the time to use extra emojis. It is the time to believe that that email didn't go through on the email chain because um, those kind of things happen. It is also a time to really double check things. Look at, um, make sure every decimal point's in the right place, right? If you are in something that requires a lot of paperwork, if you're a realtor or something, you need to go down and make sure that information's in the right box, right? You just want to double check these things. Because of all of this, a lot of people who, uh, well, buy in, decide that they should do nothing during Mercury retrograde, that they should just do no contracts, make no decisions, whatever. Now, if you have bared witness to your own behavior and you see that this is true for you, great. I believe that life goes on. So we do things like be careful, use those extra emojis, check the details, right? So this is what people know about Mercury retrograde. The things that are connected to what the um, Hindus believed was the sharp intellect of the planet. In fact, in their belief system, in their stories, the um, Hindu god Brahma named Mercury Buddha, not because it was Buddha, but because of the planet's sharp intellect right? And the belief was that anybody born under Mercury um, was going to be very efficient and have a sharp wit, be intellectual, well-read, good at math. 
right? Someone who should go into education or business. You know, the, um, the Greeks and the Romans, they named him after, or named Mercury, after their messenger because he was so speedy, <laughs> right? Just moving so fast around the earth. We've known about Mercury for a long time, right? And so all of these things are interesting and accurate. I've seen many, many hundreds and hundreds of cases of Mercury causing communication problems and documentation problems and all of those kind of things. But what's really important, what I believe is the most important to understand is the emotional effect of Mercury retrograde, right? Mercury retrograde gives you tunnel vision. It makes it really easy to tunnel in narrowly on an idea and not be able to shake it, right? It makes it where your fears have more power. If you have not chosen what your focus will be during that time, what will happen is you'll dig holes underground, right? Either of your own well-being or lack thereof, or someone else, right? This is when other people want to feed you their fear. You find out there's transition going on at work. You're clear-headed, but everybody else is fearful and they want you to be afraid with them. And during Mercury retrograde, it's harder not to be. And so it's important that we prepare, beloved, that any Mercury retrograde, but since this one is happening, okay, we're in a phase called pre-shadow starting today. Today is actually February 19th that I'm recording, uh, 2019. Pre-shadow is the phase leading up. Okay, now if you're listening to this after this cycle has passed, Mercury retrograde happens like three times a year. We can thank this to its fast orbit, right? So during pre-shadow is a good time to get things in order. Handle anything that you can handle before the planet goes fully retrograde, which will happen on March 5th. Okay, if you can do that, great. If you cannot handle things in advance, then decide what your focus will be. Will it be something spiritual? Will it be to master one of your spiritual gifts or pay attention to clearing your energy? Will it be something business related? I am going to focus on launching my new project. Or is it cleaning out the freaking garage? Right? You can use the tunnel vision of Mercury retrograde to your advantage. And I suggest that you do. I tend to accomplish really great things during Mercury retrograde because I choose to stay focused and use that energy to its best possible use. If you don't, if you stay at status quo, if you stay in neutral and you don't focus anywhere, right? At the very least, have a you know vision board or a list of goals, a couple of affirmations to focus on something. If you don't, you're going to find yourself at the bottom of those thought holes, down in the bottom, looking up, thinking, how the hell did I get here? <laughs> right? Now, it can be useful to be at the bottom of a thought hole, right? Name it. Decide if you've named it the right thing, right? Maybe you're naming it um, love relationship when really it was about your mom, right? We can learn a lot by getting to the bottom of a thought hole, but we can't stay there. Mercury makes it hard to get out, so it's helpful to not get in in the first place. Now, if you are in one or you find yourself teetering on the edge, 
work it, right? Give it a name. What is the name of that problem, that fear? Is it infidelity? Is it lack of money? <laughs> what is it? It can be all kinds of things. It can be, is my food safe for me? And then you fill up the hole with the truth, right? Direct, honest, matter-of-fact truth. Sometimes it sucks, right? If you're afraid of infidelity, sometimes one of those shovels of truth is, I will change the locks, move on, and find me a new man or woman, <laughs> right? But we fill up the hole because in the depth of the hole, we feel lost. And unfortunately, Mercury, we can blame it on it being beat up and flaky and hot-headed <laughs> like the planet, right? Dissolving within itself like its layers. We can blame it on that, sure. We can understand it with that metaphor at least. But what we can do that the planet Mercury cannot is we can heal and protect ourselves. It may not be geographically, geologically active where it can heal itself, but we can. We can physically heal, we can mentally heal, and we can emotionally heal. It may not have an atmosphere that protects it from the onslaught of asteroids and comets and bullshit that comes flying at it. But we can, right? We can say no. We can energetically protect ourselves. We can make it and make it well, right? We can utilize the energy and the lessons that come to us and become more than we ever were before. This is what I want for us, lovelies. Mercury is pre-shadowed today with the full moon. The full retrograde comes on the 5th with the new moon. Now, this is important, too, because the new moon is often a source of sadness. Right, I get a ton of text messages. People want to know who's about to die or what's about to go wrong. Combining those two things, the thought holes with that sense of emptiness can be challenging. Knowing it's coming is helpful, right? And that's in any cycle, not just this one, this February, right? During the retrograde, we have a full moon and then the post shadow will come just after the next full moon right? It is just before the new moon again. And while the new moon brings this a little bit of a sense of loss and sadness, post-shadow, it's what they call the period after the big retrograde of the planet, is when we really start to see the results of, well, the shit we screwed up <laughs> during retrograde. So, People a lot of time make it through retrograde and they don't have any communication errors and they don't have any paperwork that goes wrong and none of this happens and maybe they didn't even know what was going on and then they get to post-shadow and they start uh, reaping the rewards, so to speak, for those missteps, right? You end up finding someone's upset with you or that something was performed incorrectly or your computer has failed or whatever, right? I actually have real issues with my technology during Mercury retrograde. My phone will completely freeze up. It will not do anything. I can hand it to my husband and it works for him. So for those of us on this spiritual path, our energy is different and that can create its own unique problems as well. Again, lovelies. 
the most important thing to know is you are not a victim of any type of astrology. You are not a victim of Mercury retrograde or the moon or anything else. Understanding it can help us move through the phase with greater success and with ease. So remember, no matter what comes up, like always, what did I learn? How do I grow? And how do I not do that again the next time? I want to hear about how you get through this retrograde season. Let me know. Get on my Facebook page or any of my social media. Hop on one of the um, posts that I've made about Mercury retrograde and let me know how it's affecting you. Let me know if it's not affecting you. Let me know if you thought it wasn't and then you end up finding out that it was because that happens a lot. And no matter what it is, it's okay because we're here to learn and grow. And this is just one of the many things that helps accelerate that process. Until next time, beloved, namaste. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.